Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. A few weeks back, while picking up some fine local food at Eau Claire Central Farmer's Market, I was transfixed by the musician playing solo to the passers-by. I stood for a while and had the clear leading that this young man was someone you listeners for Song of the Soul would love to meet. A few minutes' discussion and it was arranged. Sage Leary has a gift and a passion for music that blossomed early and impressively, such that he released his first album of all original music at the age of 14 and his second at 16, and every song is as vibrant and exquisite as any other you'll find. He can rock it, he can blues it, and he can definitely acoustic Americana it. Raised in the outdoors and the woods, his music touches the earth, but reaches celestial heights, powered by a visible and almost symbiotic communion between Sage and his guitar, enhanced by his looping, vocal, and beatboxing skills. Sage Leary joins us via Zoom, just outside his country home in northern Wisconsin. Sage, I appreciate so much you joining me today for Song of the Soul. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me on here. Actually, where are you physically in the world? I'm in Lake Holcomb, Wisconsin. Okay, Lake Holcomb. Of course, I know that area since I am a Wisconsinite. I've lived in Eau Claire since 88. How long have you lived in Lake Holcomb? Probably since 2008, but you know, I've been coming up here for summer vacations and stuff since I was a kid, and then we finally moved here. So it's been kind of like a on and off thing. Where'd you grow up? Mostly here, but I originally lived in Colorado in Carbondale for about four or five years. Really? And what ages would that have been for you, the five years there? That's It's formative questions I've got, I've got going in my brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably not since I was like three or four years old until I was seven. So your first memories are probably there, not in Lake Holcomb. Yeah, essentially. I mean, and before that, we used to live kind of where we live now, but just a little upriver on the Flambeau River, in a little house there. And uh, technically, I was born in Eau Claire at the hospital there. Which one, Sacred Heart or? Yeah, the Sacred Heart one. My brother and I both were born there. Well, that's a good place to start out. Uh, Yeah, I've been here for 34 years, and so I'm used to the place by now. So one of the things I'd note about Lake Holcomb and so on are that this is country. This is out in the woods. You're not you're not a city boy, are you? I do not identify as that, no. <laughs> Definitely a very outdoorsy. Yeah, I, I noticed on your photo gallery on your website, and folks, that's sagelary.com, your photo gallery is all outdoors. And I'm just thinking, okay, this guy is outdoors certifiable. Does that fit right? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Fishing is one thing I saw in your guitar case. What else? What do you do outdoors? I love to just be outside, first of all, but I like to mountain bike, snowboard, wakeboard, and wake surf because my family has a, a ski boat up here on Lake Holcomb, so I've been, I pretty much grew up on that boat. I like to kayak and fish, fly fish. 
tie my own fly. That's more of an indoor kind of thing in the wintertime or whatever. <laughs> and yeah, just climb trees and go on hikes and just explore the woods and stuff around here. What's your age right now? I'm 22. 22. I just got back from a week up in the Boundary Waters, you know, canoe and travel around. That must have been awesome. It's great. Great. Have you made the trip? I've never been up there, but my Oh dad my has. god, what are you waiting for, man? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it would be heaven for you. Yeah, yeah, it'd be awesome. Check out. Well, let's talk about Sage Leary and music. Now, I met you at the farmer's market here in Eau Claire. I was grabbing a few things. I started walking by. I was going to run out to my car, and you caught me with your music. Just you are so – the connection you and your instrument is so palpable. I, I just have this feeling of someone pouring into their instrument the music. The one thing you didn't mention about being outdoors was playing music out there. But you must, Right. Yeah, I do sometimes. Yeah, that's something that I probably should start doing more often. But yeah, I've just kind of mostly when I'm practicing, I'm, I'm pretty focused and stuff like whether it's technique or whatnot, you know, and a lot of the electronical kind of stuff, like with my looping has to be to some kind of I've got an indoor setup. You got to be plugged in. Yeah. But you know, when I can, sometimes I'll sit under like a tree or something like that and play acoustic and do that for a while but mostly because i'm based in live looping my stuff is based inside my setup sure i've been looking through your performance schedule and it is extensive you don't look nearly as tired as your performance schedule would make me think you are i saw a fair number actually of farmer's market things or a brewery here or a dining place here and as well as uh, you know concert venues where you'll just have an audience listening how do you feel about performing when people are not sitting there looking at you when they're wandering by they're drinking they're talking all that i would imagine that's hard to do or but maybe you're just so immersed in your music it doesn't matter definitely the the latter what you just said <laughs> so my thing is like i'm very i become the music when i play it and so my thing that i'm kind of learning over time is how to interact with people while i'm playing because it's a skill that I'm that I'm learning. It's, it's I don't know if it's necessarily. I mean, I'm very good at like and kind of like going back to playing outside. Like when I play outside, I like to I can connect really easily with, for lack of a better word, nature. And yeah, I guess just you know connecting with people is something I'm I'm good at. But it's like I really do get into my music, and it's like a thing where I gotta consciously notice it in myself and then do it. You know. <laughs> when did you start doing your music? It's clearly by releasing your first recording when you were 14, you've already got some chops at that point. When did you start with the guitar or other instruments? So I started playing guitar when I was 10, and then my aunt got me some guitar lessons at Morgan Music for my 11th birthday, and that got me hooked on it. And then other instruments kind of came, like when I was 12, I had like a kind of spree of learning all the different instruments that you can, like drum kit and bass and a little bit of keyboards, but that's kind of something I haven't super delved into. You know, other than the music theory classes I took at Eau Claire, where we had to use the keyboard a lot for sight reading and all that kind of stuff. Were you doing this in addition to schooling? Were you homeschooled, perhaps? I Just trying to figure out where you have enough time to get as deep in music as you are. Yeah, I went to high school online, so I could record the two professional studio albums that I did and also get a, a kickstart of experience playing live gigs and seeing what that's like. 
Have you also been performing, playing with other people along the way? I do know that you've got uh, your, the duo that you're part of with Austin, but before that, growing up, were you a solo artist all the way from the beginning or were you with someone else? I was a solo artist from the beginning. I have played in a few other bands throughout the years, but yeah, it's just mainly a solo artist just because of where I live and just being the only person that I know to depend on and, and that plays music like I do. So kind of out of necessity, <laughs> but it's yeah. free. What are some of those bands you played with? Yeah, I was in like a group when I was younger, around like 12 years old. And it was just kind of a thing like we're, you know, at a ladysmith, we got together to do like a music in the park event. So we were kind of practicing all spring and summer for it. And we all were like people that met together at a talent show in Bruce. So that was kind of, you know, an experience playing with other kids. And then, you know, I was also in a band called the Brady Luke Band, which, you know, I was with a friend of mine named Brady Luke or Brady Junker, his real name, out of Stanley. And we kind of did a duo thing, kind of like Austin and I do together, you know, when I was a sophomore in college. And then I kind of helped him get his band started and all that. So got to see what it was like to keep up a repertoire of 60 songs and play shows. Well, folks are eager to hear your music. Again, folks, particularly, I would say the instrumentals that Sage Leary does are just so organic, deep, evocative, that you're going to love this, folks, as soon as you hear it. What do we start with, Sage? You know, I'd say start with Feel the Sound. That's a good starting song. And, you know, it's just kind of an idea that came to me and really enjoyed the whole process of it. So I'm really proud of that one. It is a beautiful song. I'd say it's got definitely some funk in there. Yeah, it's a funk song. Yeah. Which portion of your anatomy is funk? Your muscles in your arms, your feet, your... <laughs> Where does your funk land? In the trunk. <laughs> funk in the trunk. Okay, that's good. And Feel the Sound was the album that you released at age 14. So Correct. how do you pick up... Are you a dancer also? I guess is maybe what I, because I, when I hear your music, I want to move to it. It's definitely got that. And when, so I feel the sound in me. Does it hit you that way or is it just all your fingers dancing? You know, as far as being a dancer, I guess I could be. I haven't really been trained in that aspect of things, but no, with music, it's just like it's a natural thing to me, flows through me and comes out of me and, and just is, I just become it. And it's really, you know, especially when I was 14, I didn't have all the things that, that we have now just living more, you know, to almost obstacles to being yourself. So I was just like, this is who I am and what I'm doing. And I think that album was the most raw as far as like me just being me that I put out there. Folks, you get the gift of Sage Leary right now as he shares his song, Feel the Sound, Lean Back and Enjoy and Move.
Sage Leary is with us here today for Song of the Soul. His website, sageleary.com. The link's on northernspiritradio.org. That was Feel the Sound. Again, the album he released back when he was 14, so eight years ago. How many songs have you written? Do you have any idea? A lot. I would say songs that I play out live and also that I've recorded probably between, for sure, at least 50 because there's a lot of them, too, that I, you know, either have written and I've played for a while and then I haven't recorded or whatever. So, yeah, I'd say at least like 50 or 60. But then I've got at least 40 probably in the works. Like, so I have a lot of stuff. And you end up kind of having a lot of stuff from just because I'm creative and it's there. But, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a creative person and, and I've put together a lot of stuff. And the trick is getting it out there to people. That's what takes right now. At least it's taking a lot of time just because of the whole process of recording and everything. I hope to get to a level where I can just create and and give it to you guys pretty soon here because I'm still around and I still have a lot to share. And I've done a lot, but I also have a lot left to do. So I'm really excited to see where life takes me in that regard. I somehow expect you could do something that... John McCutcheon did. Now, John McCutcheon, admittedly, almost all his all his songs, I think, almost are lyrical. That is to say, he's singing along with the instrument he's playing. But I was at a performance of his. He had an idea during the first set, and then he went off, took a break, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, and he came back and played us a song that he wrote with lyrics in that 10, 15-minute break. Now, that's crazy. I mean, that's, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> he was feeling it. Yeah. Well, and the way that you feel the sound, I have the sense from listening to your music that you could jam with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I just have the sense of you being able to feel where it's going and then make it come out in a beautiful synthesis of music. Yeah, very much so. Well, let's do another song right away and people see what I mean. For another song here, let's do Crossover. It's a cool one. It's off my second CD. Already there, which again, you did that at the age of 16. And I'd note, by the way, Sage, that you did that last album back six years ago. And I think you were in the studio in March and June this year recording. So there's more fruits coming, right? Yes, very much. So I have 18 songs that I've recorded in those two respective sessions, and they will be released as singles in this coming year. I'm actually working on the masters right now for them. And then once I get those back, hopefully in the next couple of weeks and finished, they'll be starting the release process. So we're going to be sharing crossover. What's the theme about this one? Where's, where's it starts so low? You're playing way down deep. It's just kind of sneaks up on you and then it gets going. What's crossover about for you? You know, it really just was kind of like a jam that I'd 
put together a little bit of structure to kind of like feel the sound a little bit. But yeah, it's kind of like it, it fits inside of feel the sound. So it's like, honestly, I'd love to do this in a live concert, you know, sometime just have like feel the sound is the, is the song. And then within the solo for feel the sound, like the, the middle part, you know, I could just kind of like go into crossover and then come back out into feel the sound and finish the song. So I've always kind of thought that's kind of where it fits. But really just kind of an extension of that solo that I played in there. Well, we're delving into some more music from Sage Leary, sageleary.com. Here is Crossover.
Sage Leary is with us here today for Song of the Soul. That's crossover. Our website is nordenspiritradio.org, and you can find a link there to sageleary.com. And crossover, as I said, it starts so very low and then gets uh, bounces. The drums in there, you mentioned that you had a drum kit along the way. Are you doing your own drums that way? When you're looping, do you record that? How do you do that? So yeah, this song was recorded just traditionally in a studio in Appleton called Studio H. And the drummer, his name is Mike Malone. He's amazing. <laughs> and he's out of Oshkosh. He's a jazz-based drummer from Eau Claire, um, who studied at Eau Claire and uh, went through the jazz program there. So he's playing the drums. I played the drums on the demo for him to listen to, but he's the one on the actual recording you're listening to. And he's on anything drums that are songs on those two CDs. So if you're performing crossover, where did the drums come from? I guess I just kind of had the idea of just kind of cool feel. You can do it to some degree as beatboxing, right? You know, you, oh, yeah. put, you put the drums in there, right? Yep. So, yeah, and, and kind of since these two albums, I've developed my live looping style. That's kind of what I am today as far as how I perform. Yeah, it really does put together all the parts of a band. And you get to watch me build my band in front of you live using live recording techniques. And it's a, it's a cool thing to, to be a part of. I feel like just putting together stuff and like to include this in my show is where audience members might like be able to add to the loop or, you know, maybe during a live session, we could like co-write a song together, like with the audience in maybe a basic way. So it's like anyone can just pitch in and, and do it, making it easy for everyone. But I think that'd be a really good avenue to add to my show. And what I do is just making the audience part of the song writing process and getting to show people how easy it is and that they can do it too. And so that's number one. And number two is like allowing people to add to the loop that I'm creating, whether it's like, oh, you got like a funny clip on your phone. Let's put that in the mic and record that. And then that's going. Or, you know, do you have an idea for uh, something like a rhythm or whatever, or throw something funny in there? Like just getting people involved. (laughs) Well, I saw that in some of the videos of your live concerts. And again, you're performing out a lot. A lot of different kinds of venues. I am, yes. So if people go to sageleary.com and check on the schedule there, you'll find just rich number of places all around Wisconsin, Minnesota, yeah, obviously some neighboring states too. You plan to travel more widely too? I mean, you're, you're just really kicking off. I mean, I guess you're, are you done with college now? Yes. So I graduated last year in May. So it's been about a year and a quarter that I've been doing music the way I have been recently, full-time. Folks, just a reminder, this is Song of the Soul, our website, nordenspiritradio.org. We always have links to all of our guests there. For the past 17 years, we've been doing this. So many hundreds of guests for both Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action on our site. If you have any doubts about how to spell Sage Leary, it's not that difficult. It, it's, it seems pretty standard Irish. Or is that your background? Yes. All of it? Is Sage an Irish name? I'm not sure about Sage, but Leary is for sure. I'm mostly Irish, French, and I'm sure a little German in there. But yeah, my physical body's makeup. (laughs) But with a name like Sage, that means you have to be wise, right? You know, you're a Sage. Is that pressure? No, I don't think so. No, I think that's just who I am. Sometimes I forget that, maybe more than I'd like to admit right now, but it's always there. 
Well, again, folks, on the NorthernSpiritRadio.org website, links to all of our guests, a place for you to post comments. So comment on this interview with Sage and other shows you might listen to. Also, there's a place to donate to support Northern Spirit Radio. That's on our website. And remember to support local community radio stations. I was looking, Sage, through your history there, and I saw, okay, at this station in Moab, Utah, on the radio station there. Yeah. I love local community radio stations because they just have, they have the option to grab what's growing locally instead of the mass produced thing that's sent all over the nation. So please remember to support your community radio stations. Our shows from Northern Spirit Radio are included on something like 45 stations nationwide. So all of those stations deserve your support. Please do support them and then come back to Sage Leary and sageleary.com and find some more of his music, including his shirts that he has for sale and so on. Let's go on to another song right away, Sage. What do you want to share next? I'm thinking Latin Sunset would be cool. Have you ever been to a Latin Sunset? You know, I've never been to Central America. I'd love to go and I'm sure I will. But yeah, it's just kind of, I'm very Santana influenced and something in my blood is just like the way I connect with Latin and tribal beats and such like and rhythms. I just get it. I really, really like that. So for me, that's always just been a part of me. And you know, I'm glad I can share that in the most raw form of me, which is when I was 14, just playing that first CD. So you guys get to listen to that right now, Latin Sunset.
Sage Leary is with us here today for Song of the Soul. As you felt on that one, it starts out reflective. It, it gets moving, and then you get into some rock. You mentioned being influenced by Santana, and clearly your influences are wide and deep. Were you raised, you know, from the cradle on music? Is, is this something your parents were playing around you all the time, or maybe you crept off to your room and put on a headset? Who knows? Where did you get all this other influence? My dad played a lot of Santana when I was growing up. I used to dance to it in the living room and stuff. And he had his whole mix of music. wasn't like it is now where you can just play like whatever you want, whenever you want kind of thing off the streaming platforms. It was like you have your CDs and tapes in the basement and you, know, you put them together and I was a mixtape or, or CD and do that. So as far as the music that I grew up with, I'm trying to think like, Kind of a mix of, you know, Santana and like Big Head Todd and the Monsters and In Excess, you know, and these are like 80s and 90s kind of stuff, but also earlier too. I'm trying to think like U2, uh, Zeppelin, Hendrix. So that's kind of like what I grew up listening to, you know, some Counting Crows in there. And so I kind of, once I got into music and, and started learning, yeah, I started learning a lot of Zeppelin stuff. That was my whole first couple of years of playing really was like Led Zeppelin and Hendrix. And then I kind of got the inspiration to delve deeper into like what were they listening to to make their sound. And then I started listening to more old blues stuff like Muddy Waters and Albert King and D.B. King. And, you know, I like Freddie King a lot too, Howlin' Wolf and Lightning Hopkins. So I started getting into a lot of older blues stuff. And then I just kind of fast forwarding here several years kind of evolved into, you know, I'm driving a lot to shows now and I, I listen to a lot of music. So I'm pretty much always just gathering information on what I like and what I'd like to include in my sound. Listening to music helps me clarify my sound and, and where I'm going and what I want to sound like. That combined with me playing the shows a lot and getting to watch myself on video recordings, like what I'm doing and how I'm presenting myself and how I'm sounding, I can kind of use those elements to funnel myself into who I truly am and who I truly want to be as a musician. So that's kind of the story there. <laughs> I noticed, by the way, that your hair is longer now than it was on either of your recordings, the cover photos. You had short hair then. Is this a, a college effect? Was this part of something you wanted to do earlier, but your parents had the shears or what? Both. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're free to be who you are now. Yes. Well, let's do another song by Sage Leary. What's up next? You know, let's do Phases of the Moon. That's a cool, introspective one. And, you know, for me, I kind of envision like if you're just kind of flying the mountains above like a valley. It's like several thousands of feet below you in the moonlight because there's a full moon, you know, and you can kind of, you know, have your own interpretation about it. Some people have told me it sounds like water before they knew it was you know, about the moon. And so it's like it's kind of a it's a cool spacey song, which is just bass and guitar, no drums or anything in it. I feel like it really describes the moon to me. So I feel like I really captured the feeling of the moon, how that feels to me in that song. So you get to hear that. And the song is Phases of the Moon, Sage Leary. Thank you. 
We've got Sage Leary here today sharing his wonderful, incredible music with us for Song of the Soul. Phases of the Moon was from Feel the Sound. He released that back at the age of 14. When I get to be 14, I want to be as good as Sage Leary is on anything. I mean, just, it, it's incredible. I And I, I watched videos of you performing both on your own, uh, like you were at Springfest. 51 minutes of you performing. I noticed one of the things is that you did maybe eight songs with lyrics in that live performance. Are you more likely to go vocal in a live performance? Is that uh, a tendency? I mean, I think it gives people an opportunity to put words to their connection with you when you have lyrics. But I've never been a classical music fan, so... Uh, I've always connected with the lyrics, folk era, all that kind of thing. How much are you lyric-centric? You know, it's kind of 50-50, I would have to say. It's all mixed in there as far as what I'm doing. But, yeah, it just depends on the show as far as, you know, most, like, popular style shows where, you know, you go to see someone do their thing. It's, uh, you know, I sing and play, and then, you know, you've got guitar solos in the songs and stuff, obviously. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, and then when I play, like, more background, you know, like, dinner-type shows where people are talking to each other, that's where I mostly throw out the instrumental stuff because it's easier listening, and then you don't have someone singing in the background of your conversation. Now, you know, it's all kind of mixed together because I like to throw in covers in there when I can just to give people a good time, and, and that's just the level of shows that I'm currently playing. But on all levels, you know, you, different people cover other artists you know so it's kind of a normal thing but yeah you know i like to i pride myself in being my own thing and introducing something new to the music world and i feel like i'm i'm doing that i noticed last year i think it was you toured with austin skalaki you performed there um what leads the two of you to do music together what would you say is distinctive about your music with austin well we both have the same dream we want to make it in music and he saw like for him it was slash like he just wanted to be just like slash and for me it was jimmy page from led zeppelin like i just wanted to rock out and be a rock star so like we're just kind of as we're going along our journey we're just two kids who just like got the bug for you know the rock star bug and we're like going for it in life and we're just kind of through this this journey i guess is you know we're kind of finding out that being a rock star is a different, it's kind of changing nowadays than it used to be, for sure. It's definitely more on the artist and less on, you know, you can do a lot without ha having a record label. But of course, it's kind of like, we are our own record label and, you know, the way it is. And a lot of, you know, artists with, with larger followings than us are doing that nowadays too. So it's kind of like a shift towards uh, individualism for sure, you know, which has its pros and cons, but essentially, you know, we're just two kids who want to rock and, and we're going out there and making it happen and we're living life. How long you've been friends since college. So I guess since my first year of college, you know, I met him at a party in Eau Claire and it wasn't really like a party. It was kind of more like a get together before people went out to bars and stuff. And, uh, you know, I met him there through one of my roommate's friends and we were like, you know, screw this. We're going to go play guitar. Like, 
<laughs> so we went to someone's or uh, someone's house, I think, and um, who also was a guitar player, and uh, just kind of jammed out. And that's how I met him. But then I found out that he had been coming up to Lake Holcomb ever since he was little every summer, you know, kind of like I had. So we have that same connection of being here in the Northwoods and just and having that whole summer Midwest experience. And, you know, it's kind of like we came from the same place, but we didn't even know it. And, and we're just, you know, he's that friend I've always wanted to have where it's just like a kid down the street, you know, who wants to play guitar just like I do and just get together and jam. So I'm really fortunate that that worked out for me in in this life, you know, to have that. In one of the videos I, of the two of you I saw performing, it led me to the question of whether you actually do yoga. I do. You do. I I knew it. I knew it. I knew yep. it. <laughs> actually did this morning. <laughs> do you know why I hypothesized that? No. Because you were playing guitar behind your back. You both, you and Austin, were playing, you know, back up there, and yeah, that's part of our part of our act. Even though my wife is a yoga teacher and everything, right? I, I, I'm not that flexible, and I think yoga has gifts for the guitar playing world. You know, as and singing too, you actually have to treat your body like your fingers or your instrument or your voice. It's all, you know, together. So if you're feeling stiff, like in your body somewhere, like it's, it's all connected. Um, I learned that from when I was really getting into singing and I, and I still am very getting into that learning about the voice and stuff. But, you know, I just learned about just like releasing tension and how that really is important to a performer to perform their best. It's all connected. Yeah, feeling your breath, knowing where prana comes from is such a important part of it. And you do it so masterfully. Well, I think we should finish with one last song. How are we going to cap off this performance by Sage Leary? I'd like to finish this off with my song, Going Home, which is a song about home, you know, wherever that is or whatever that means to you, you listeners out there who are being awesome and listening listening this far into the program here and you know for me personally you know home is i have to say it's here in, in lake holcomb it's also whenever i go to the mountains i feel like that's home too you know so it can be several different things but you know i also say in the song too like home's inside of me so really you know you are your home too you know that's kind of what i've learned from being on the road a lot like you take that wherever you go and it's always the best parts that stick around. So just remember that and enjoy the song. And we're going to finish with this. And folks, this is your first opportunity to hear Sage Leary sing. Uh, but there's a lot more examples out there you could find. I, I was intrigued by the idea that you chose four songs that are instrumental and one with lyrics. And you say when you perform out, it's what, maybe 50-50 or better? Yeah, I would say it's mostly singing. And then, you know, I throw in some instrumental stuff in there. Which is closer to your heart and to your soul, the singing or the instruments? Both, but for sure my guitar, my electric guitar and me. You know, that's how I actually sing with myself, you know, out to you guys. Could you ever see marrying a person when your first dedication is to your guitar? You know, recently my brother... My little brother passed away, and so now I've been kind of reconsidering that. But yeah, no, up until this point, I've never thought about getting married or anything. But you know, now I'm open to it. 
go off and meet someone cool enough, which I'm, I'm sure I will with all my travels and what I'm doing, you know, giving the best offering of myself, seeing what sticks. Uh, I do appreciate so much you sharing so deeply through your music. Again, I'm walking past you playing some music at the farmer's market here in Eau Claire, and I was captivated from the start. I know that you're doing that for so many of the listeners here for Song of the Soul today as you pour out your music. It's just so wonderful. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Mark. It was a pleasure. Again, the website is sageleary.com. Links on nordenspiritradio.org. We're going out with one more song. This one's called Going Home. It's from Already There. And we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Time for Going Home. I care about you.
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.